It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. Steve Wilkes coordinated with Kasarek. The one thing the Niners love to do is move their defensive linemen all over the place. We saw in Philadelphia that Hargrave could go from nose to three to fluctuate to set up a lot of other guys. What they're going to be able to do with that talent that they have up front is absolutely huge. Steve Weiss, NFL Network, as uh, things go crazy in the negotiating period, and then they can put pen to paper on Wednesday, and the big one that rocked us early on in the show, Javon Hargrave goes to the 49ers from the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. So what? Uh, how does that change things? What do the Eagles do from here? They did take Jordan Davis in the draft last year. He was banged up a little bit. But let's talk to our pal Bo Wolf from The Athletic, at Bo underscore Wolf, and he'll give us the latest on the Eagles. He joins us courtesy of the Uma Guest Line. Hi, Bo. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Happy tampering day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> More than tampering. Yeah. We stole them. <laughs> so give us your thoughts. Uh, Javon Hargrave, I would imagine this was expected, but maybe not to the 49ers. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's sort of the deal here. Now, you know, the Eagles have so many pending free agents, right? They've got uh, something like eighteen guys, and you know, eight of them who are who are significant players. And I think Javon Hargrave was uh, is the most significant of those. And I think part of this is the Eagles made a decision during the season um, not to extend any of their their pending free agents, which is opposite their their normal marching orders. And they did that because. They didn't want to upset the locker room balance, knowing that they had a potential Super Bowl upside. They didn't want to give, you know, Javon Hargrave an extension, and then what does that say to Fletcher Cox? How does he handle that? Or uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you give him an extension, then how does Marcus Epps take that? Or how does J- James Bradbury take that? And so they made that decision, and I think that's how they landed in this this place of not being able to bring back Javon Hargrave. I think they realized once he was going to free agency that they were probably not going to be able to to match the offer that he was going to get, it sort of goes into their long-term planning process. This is probably going to be a, a third-round compensatory pick qualifying deal. They're not going to sign something to, uh, to to counterbalance that, so they knew that that was coming. I think that, uh, you know, Javon Hargrave over the past two seasons, 18 and a half sacks, I think is, is the third most among all interior defensive linemen behind Chris Jones and, and Cameron Hayward. He's, a, he's an impact player, a difference-making player, uh, the Eagles have a lot of work to do to replace him and if Fletcher Cox leaves, 69% of their defensive tackle snaps uh, were accounted for by in, by guys who are going to be free agents. So that includes like Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue, but they signed him in season. So they have a lot of work to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they actually make a big money defensive tackle signing for a younger player. I think that's part of the calculus for them here. Javon Hargrave just turned 30 uh, when they signed him three years ago. They targeted him as a player who they thought could could take a big bump scheme-wise. 
not being asked to be just a primary nose tackle with the Steelers. They bet on a player who was young. I think they may be trying to find the next Javon Hargrave instead of trying to just bring back this version of Javon Hargrave. All right, so you heard Steve Weiss talk about the ability to move him around, and Jonathan Gannon moved him all around the front. Uh, Mainly on the nose, Fletcher Cox is the quintessential three. Did he bump out and play three himself? Did Did he slide out and play five? Did they ever, Bo, use Javon Hargrave at end this year? They, they did not use him at end really more than maybe one or two snaps um, as like a, a specialty look. But uh, what, you know, what the Eagles really did, their, their general game plan was on first down, they'd be in odd fronts and Javon Hargrave or, or Jordan Davis would be at the nose. More often, Jordan Davis when he was healthy. And then it became Linval Joseph, um, Jordan Davis and Linval Joseph. But uh, on second and third down, they'd go to even fronts and it would be Hargrave and Fletcher Cox getting upfield. Um, and that was what, what he was asked to do. Javon Hargrave is a, is a good run stopper but he's on the field to, to go get the quarterback. Yeah, that, was, that was my next point because I was looking at pro football focus grades, and I don't know what you think of those, but he was over 90 as a pass rusher. But he was. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Kind of subpar as a run guy. So, so would you say that is is he okay against the run? How, how do you look at it? Yeah, I think he's good against the run. I think some of that. Uh, and and my answer is that uh, I don't take a, a ton of uh, of importance based on those grades. I think because some of it is, is structural, right? So when they were uh, in even fronts, their priority was not to stop the run, right? That was not what they were being asked to do by the defense. And so there would be times when maybe he would get dinged for a run grade when his primary responsibility was was not necessarily to worry about the run in that in that situation. So he knows what he's doing, but but certainly he's getting paid for his ability to get after the quarterback. And as you say, in the base, Jonathan Gannon loved to run those five-man fronts, so he would play right over the head of the center at nose, and then when they went to the sub-package and the four-man front, you know, they'd move him around, around the front. I, I, you know, I know they obviously have great depth on the, the D-line, and they rotate those guys, but to be clear, Javon Hargrave, Bo, was a, a, I guess in the modern NFL, a four-down defensive lineman, except for giving him a break every two or three series. This guy's on the field for all snaps, correct? Yeah, now they rotated a lot, and so Javon Hargrave probably played closer to you know sixty-five or seventy percent of the snaps. But he can certainly be on the field uh, on all three downs. That's that's the expectation. That's only because 
that's their you know organizational priority is to is to try to keep guys fresh down the stretch. But he can play on every down. Bo Wolf is joining us, of course, uh, joined us throughout the uh, NFL playoffs. Covers the does a great job with the Eagles for the Athletic. Uh, as you look at the rest of this roster, like you said, Fletcher Cox is he a guy that's going to go? Jordan Davis is a guy they took in the first round. We talked about this when we had you on before. Joseph and Sue probably are not coming back. Graham comes back. So, so what is the state of this defensive line now, and, and what is Fletcher Cox going to do? Yeah, they've got a lot of work to do. And, and I think uh, just reading the tea, lot, tea leaves a couple of days ago, expecting that Javon Hargrave was probably going to sign elsewhere, it became more likely that Fletcher Cox would come back. Um, last offseason, they did this weird little dance with him where they released him and then re-signed him just because of the, the contract or machinations that they wanted to fit it around the cap. And it seemed like that was going to be the last year of Fletcher Cox being in Philadelphia. At this point now, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring him back just because there are so many snaps to replace. But there are also guys like, you know, Zach Allen or, or Jermont Jones who are, who are younger and could get big money deals. And then there's also a lot of depth, you know, a bunch of like rotational pass rushers that they could add. But the big question here is, I think, the internal evaluation of Jordan Davis who looked okay uh, the first half of the season, then got injured and was replaced by Linval Joseph. And when he was on the field, uh, was not great. And uh, the Eagles made a, a real bet in moving up a couple spots to pick Jordan Davis that he would turn into a pass rusher, that he was not in college. He has all these unbelievable traits in his body. And if this, this defensive line is going to be as good as it has been in years past, they're going to need Jordan Davis to take that leap. And, and I'm not so sure that, that they think he is ready to do it. All right, so you, you were talking about Zach Allen in Arizona. Actually, that was a name that I had circled. I didn't think the 49ers could afford Javon Hargrave. Uh, Zach right. Allen's a good player. But you were talking about younger, you know, D-tackles, defensive linemen that Howie Roseman may target. And I, you know, part of me is always thinking, you know, the Rams are blowing it up here. Is there any way financially Howie Roseman could do a deal with Les Snead for Aaron Donald, Bo? Wow. I hadn't even thought about that, and now that I just mentioned it, I mean, how he loves the splash. You're speaking my language. Um, I like this. I, I would have to look into the actual, uh, you know, uh, cap ramifications of trading for him, but uh, there is nothing that Howie Roseman loves more than making a big splash like that. It is like the thing that keeps him up at night is the possibility that somebody somewhere around the league is available and he doesn't know about it. And so if, if that is possibly on the table – I would definitely think that, that Howie Roseman is interested. And then in the secondary, uh, you know, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is a guy, Bradbury you mentioned as well, but then there was some some uh, some buzz over the weekend with Darius Slay. What's going on with him? Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting situation. Um, so, you know, of the five starters uh, in, the, in the defensive backfield, three of them are free agents, and now all of a sudden one of them, uh, Darius Slay, is, is maybe not coming back. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. The, the Darius Slay's contract, is structured such that for the Eagles to create cap space uh, ahead of ahead of the start of the new league year, they need to restructure his contract. They can it, it would add you know 13 million dollars or so of cap space to to the Eagles, and so it's been sort of expected that it would be like a fait accompli that they would just do that and you know give him the money up front in exchange for guaranteeing next year's deal and opening up cap space. But I, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if. Darius Slay wanted uh, a restructure, uh, like an actual raise or an extension on his contract in order in, in exchange for doing that. He said on his podcast that, that he's wanted to you know, be in Philadelphia long-term, but he wanted to sign an extension. And so my guess is whatever he asked for, the Eagles said something like, okay, like if you think you can go get that, 
on the market, go ahead and find it. But if you can't, come back to us, and, and maybe we can do the deal that, that we originally wanted to do. Yeah, Howie said to make some hard financial you know, choices here, and a lot, a lot of good veteran defensive players leave. We'll see about Miles Sanders. So I guess this all relates to the quarterback. You know, Jalen Hurts in the year that he had, Bo, this year, I mean, what are we looking at as far as a, uh, a this-off-season contract extension for Jalen? Yeah, I think probably probably sooner rather than later. I think the Eagles' MO is to try and get that deal in probably before, you know, the Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow deal gets done so that they can be first to the market and not having to match those deals. Um, but they're going to sign him to a long-term deal. Um, you know, they have, uh, they have every expectation of doing that. I think Jalen Hurts uh, knows that that's coming. It was an open secret in the locker room this year. Everybody just talking about, you know, uh, you know what's, what's Jalen going to get me when he gets that new contract? You know, A.J. Brown got him like a, a Christmas present. He's like he, he knows that there's something coming back on the other side. Um, it's going to come. He's, he's young. He's only 25 years old. He's going to be the franchise quarterback for a long time, I think. That's their expectation. So I think they want to make that deal done soon. And I also think that it's, it's not going to affect their, their current cap situation too much. It will be structured uh, such that it, it allows them to open up some space in the, in the short term. Sure. Bo, great stuff, man. Thank you so much again for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You got it. Thank you, Bo. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup, and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com.